Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Mike. <clears throat> a few weeks ago, I asked if bonds were more attractive than stocks. On Friday, the two-year U.S. Treasury note crossed the 5% mark and hit a level not seen since June 2007, and that was before the global financial crisis. It was only the 65th day since 2001 when the two-year yield had traded above 5%. Meanwhile, the yield on the 10-year rose to 4.03%. What's going on with bonds? Why is this happening, and how high do you think it'll go? Look, I'm going to tell you, Larry, you can have your cake and eat it too, right? So in investing, there are no silver bullets, right? We need to be diversified. It is a terrific market to be a bond buyer in. Um, but that also shouldn't dissuade you from having, you know, equity holdings long-term in the portfolio, 60-40 blend, 50-50 blend, whatever your risk tolerance is uh, when we discuss it. But look, I mean, you know, it goes to our asset allocation committee meeting this morning uh, when we're looking at longer dated paper, um, you know, 10-year notes yielding above 4% again, 4.08, uh, going up to, you know, maybe four and a quarter. Um, you can buy tried and true U.S. Treasuries. And, you know, you, you put in a million dollars and within a decade, you're going to get back with interest reinvested around a million and a half for a 50 percent return guaranteed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. That is a great bond to buy, in my opinion, at these levels. Um, and it will go higher and you buy it more here. So you got to have bonds in the portfolio uh, with the yields like this. I think eventually yields will back off as inflation backs off. Um, but you got to be buying them here. Now, look, stocks for the long term. I mean, when I go out and buy, you know, the, the uh, NASDAQ up 40 percent on the year, that's tough to do. Obviously, there's been a very low performance in value with Dow only up uh, sub 3 percent now on the year. Um, so, again, it's an asset allocation decision, but you got to have both in the portfolio. I really think what you're seeing here is more of an aha moment because I don't want to say like four or five months ago, Everybody was expecting the Fed to cut rates by the end of the year, yeah. and we were pretty firm in our stance, and all you really had to do was listen to what the Fed and Powell were saying. They had no plans to cut rates by the end of the year, even though the market had begun to price in rate cuts. And we were pretty adamant about the fact that that really wasn't coming at this particular juncture because there wasn't the current justification for them doing so. I think the rise in the two-year is largely due to the fact that now the market has stopped pricing those cuts in. But we also said that this next rise in longer dated yields was going to be the one to buy because with the back off in inflation, with relatively sluggish rates of economic growth, now is when you want to extend the duration and buy longer dated treasuries to lock these yields in on the long term. The sweet spot of the yield curve has been the short end because rates have been higher. But now with the longer end going up, this is the time to start to buy in the longer end. And Mike, to your point, right, we want to be diversified in every asset class we own. So, it, you know, it's very easy to go buy that two-year. You can do that all day. Um, but building out a diversified bond portfolio also at these levels, uh, you know, also makes sense. And you got to be doing that. Yeah. Great points. Okay. For the second question, after a strong first half of the year, Stocks lost ground in July on the hawkishness from central banks, damping hopes of a soft landing for the global economy. The buzz from AI has made technology stocks the hottest trades, but Bank of America strategists said investors who piled into the sector risked being caught off guard in the sell-off sparked by rate hikes. Bank of America's Michael Hartnett released a note that said, sell the last hike, 
and it will hit tech hardest. Do you agree with this? I think some of it really depends on your duration in which how long you have this runway for investing. I mean, AI is still very early on in the adaptation phase. So if you're looking at a five to 10 year window with what artificial intelligence can potentially do, you know, I, I think you're pro- obviously right now isn't as good of an opportunity to buy technology as it was either in the beginning of the year or late last year when the NASDAQ was correcting. So you don't want to buy as things really run higher. But at the same time, I think you want to basically be mindful of what your duration is. If you're doing this for a long-term period, I don't think that you are wrong doing this because there's still a lot of room for artificial intelligence to grow. I think that right now, some of this stuff might be a little bit ahead of itself given the current juncture and the current rate in which tech has actually appreciated relative to where revenues are going to be at at this moment in time, especially when taking into consideration this divergence that you have between technology and other segments of the market and the S&P 500. So I think you just have to be grounded and understand what your long-term duration actually is. What Hartnett actually said about, you know, don't buy the last rate hike. Yeah, you don't want to do that because when you actually look at when the Fed begins to cut rates in the rate cutting cycle, generally the performance of the markets really isn't good at that point because it's more of an acknowledgement that rate cuts, there's a weak economy behind the scenes. So unless you have a rate cut coming just because inflation is significantly decelerating, it has the potential to be not that great of an overall long-term event. Thanks, guys. That was great. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com, and we'll be back next week. Great. Take care, guys.